Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Welcome to this episode, my friend, which is all about the 45 things I learned by the time I was 45. And this is part two of the lessons. So if you want to catch the first 15 lessons, you can listen to the previous episode. But I'm going to jump into lesson number 16, which is you teach people how to treat you. Now, this is another tricky life lesson for some people to accept because it means acknowledging and accepting the part you play when it comes to how people treat you. So the truth is you do indeed teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you accept, what you stop and what you reinforce in your relationship. So if someone speaks rude to you, you can either let it slip, which means that person consciously learns or thinks this is an okay behavior for them to do to you. Or you can say, you know, hang on, you might talk to other people this way, but I won't tolerate it. Or you might say, if you continue to speak to me in this manner, I can't hang out with you anymore. I'll need to walk away. And that's what you do every single time until it's sunk into that person's head that this behavior is not acceptable to you. People learn how to treat you based on what you accept from them. Now, another important thing to remember is that the way you treat yourself sets the standards for others. So ask yourself now, you know, how do you treat yourself? Do you speak about yourself with love or do you put yourself down? Are you your own best cheerleader? Are you your own worst critic? Now, don't just be good to others. You need to be good to yourself. And I mean, if you aren't good to yourself, how can you expect others to be good to you too? So also be mindful of the fact that you don't react or mirror their bad behavior. Instead of treating people the same way that they treat you, why not teach them how to treat you? Just be a living example of the good that you want to see in the world. Now for life lesson number 17 that I've learned, set clear boundaries. So building on from the last lesson, I think it's important that you learn to set some boundaries. So Anna Taylor said it best with this quote, love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. Setting boundaries is another healthy way of showing self-love. It means that you speak up when you're mistreated. You say what you think and you say no when you want to say no. You don't play the role of a victim. You decide your limits and you make sure that anyone who's in your life respects the boundaries that you've set for yourself. Or as Crystal Adris once said, do not justify, apologize for, or rationalize the healthy boundary you are setting. Do not argue, just set the boundary calmly, firmly, clearly, and respectfully. So lesson number 18 Forgiveness is a gift that you give to yourself. Now, I could talk on and on about the value of forgiveness, but here is all that you really need to know. When you forgive someone, it is something that you are doing for yourself. Now, many people think that forgiveness is something that we do for other people without realizing that the person who benefits the most from the act of forgiveness is you. Yeah, you. Forgiveness is a conscious and deliberate choice to let go of anger and bitterness towards another person or situation. Now, no, it does not mean that you have to pretend that the bad thing never happened. And no, it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, best friends with the perpetrator or feel all lovey-dovey towards him or her. You might actually choose never to see that person again, even though you've chosen to forgive them. It just simply means that you're choosing to release the negative emotion attached to that past grievance so that you can finally allow yourself to heal. 
because forgiveness sets you free. It just allows you to let go of that resentment, the anger or guilt that you might be holding on to, that you know that you wish that you'd done something differently and moved on. It just means that that past event no longer holds this power over you anymore. Forgiveness in a nutshell gives you true freedom, and even though it doesn't erase or change the past, it does give you new hope for the future. And now for lesson number 19, be open. This lesson is such a simple one that I've learned there's so much value in being open to life's opportunities. Be open to learning. Be open to making mistakes. Be open to other people's opinions. Be open to being wrong. Be open to life. Be open to love. Be open to trying new things. Be open to the fact that you could be terrible at those things. Be open to change. Be open to yourself and loved ones. Be open to whatever comes next. Just simply be open. And now for lesson number 20, enjoy your youth, but plan for the future. Now, this is a tricky lesson that requires some balance to work out. So what I learned myself from growing up, you know, getting older is that, of course, it's fun to have fun when you're still young and when you're old too, of course. I lived overseas for a few years with my sisters and friends, and I wouldn't trade those memories for anything. We had the best fun ever. But I was only able to do that because I worked part-time and diligently saved my money while I was still at school. And we continue to have to make those same decisions about how we want to spend our time and money when we're a young adult. While it is great earning an income once you leave school, without a plan for our future, it's so easy to spend it all on clothes and going out and junk food and just have nothing to show for it at the end of each week. But if this is what we do week after week after week, we might just end up getting to our 30s and 40s with a lot of fun, transient memories. So great experiences, yet an empty bank account. So if that doesn't bother you, that's fine. But there'll be a point where it actually sort of does matter. And this is where we need to balance out our desire to enjoy our youth while creating a plan for the future that might involve purchasing a home or some other big goals that require some sort of sacrifice on our part. So, of course, I recommend that we have fun along the way. Fun is so important. It makes us feel alive. We need to enjoy ourselves. But please always just keep in mind what you want to create in your future because many of those stepping stones that we need to lay, they're laid out in your early years and they're going to require some sacrifice of time and money and energy on your part. So just balance it out. Enjoy your youth. Plan for the future. And now for lesson number 21. Good health is your greatest wealth. So you might be wondering when I was going to get to this lesson. You know, of course, I was going to mention health at some point. And here it is. In case you haven't worked it out yet, it's so hard to enjoy life when you aren't in good health. In order to achieve good health inside and out, so both are important, our mental health and physical health. We need to take care of our body, feed it well, and nourish it with nutrients, keep it moving, drink lots of water, and get a consistently good night's sleep. So just take care of your body, my friend, because it's the only place you will ever live. So now for lesson number 22, people deserve a second chance. Now, not everyone's going to agree with me when it comes to this life lesson that I've just personally learned, but I've always abided by the philosophy that everyone makes mistakes in life. We all do. And everyone deserves a second chance. So please note, I am not saying that you should give people a third chance or a fourth chance or a fifth chance if they've hurt and betrayed you and you just don't want to give them another chance. That's okay. But I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and a chance to correct their errors if they sincerely want to make amends. You need to learn to trust your gut on this. So for me, I would override this lesson if my intuition was screaming at me to, you know, stay away and not go there again. 
But a second chance, you know, I can give that to some people if I feel like there's something to be salvaged from that friendship or relationship. And now for lesson number 23, change is inevitable. So when I was younger, I don't think I particularly cared for change. I liked it when things were predictable and familiar for me. But then I discovered that change is a constant and that progress is impossible without change. So in order to fully experience life, you need to be willing to go with the flow, to embrace each season as it comes, instead of getting angry that the seasons have suddenly changed again. Because guess what? They're always going to be changing. It is just a waste of energy to fight what is and what will always be. And that's change. Okay, Change is one of those things that you can't avoid. And there's this quote that says, life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whichever way they like. And they're going to move forward whether you want them to or not. So it's so much better to be flexible and to learn to go with the flow. So now let's have a conversation about lesson number 24, trusting your intuition. Now, I'm not entirely sure when I became best friends with my intuition. I'm sure it was later on in life. So when I was young, I probably heard it, you know, whispering these things to me all the time and I would just ignore it because I thought, oh, you know, the opinions of my family and friends is more important than anything that my soul has to say to me. But then I grew older and wiser and I just discovered that out of all the people in the world, my intuition is the one that knows and loves me the best. And anything that it has to share with me is kindly given to me with my best interests at heart. So as a supermodel, Giselle Bündchen once said, the more you trust your intuition, the more empowered you become, the stronger you become and the happier you become. And I really think that's so true. So sometimes that might not even make sense to you, but you don't need to justify your feelings to anyone else or explain yourself. That inner voice that you have, it's speaking directly to you, no one else. And it's speaking to you because it loves you and it's wiser and more powerful than anything that your brain can logically try to explain to you. So just have the courage to trust your intuition, my friend. Honestly, follow its lead. Let it show you the way as it will usually take you down the right path. Your intuition knows your true power and what you are meant to be. So just trust that precious gift that we've been given. We've all been blessed with our intuition rather than just ignoring it. So now for lesson number 25, everything has a consequence. So this is another lesson that I learned when I was older. Can you see like I've collected a few of my really good ones later on in life? And it stems from this quote that you are free to make whatever choice you want, but you are not free from the consequences of that choice. So this is just something that we need to keep in mind in life. These consequences can be both wonderful things and the not so pleasant stuff. And all in all, there's always a consequence to every action you make. So just think before you act, make sure that you're prepared for the consequences that will naturally come from an action you take. So your whole life is a product of the choices that you make. You can pick action A, and it's going to take you in this direction. You can pick action B, and it's going to take you in another direction. It's a little bit like those choose-your-own-adventure books. I don't know if you ever read them when you were younger. But I love teaming this up with this previous lesson when I spoke about trusting your intuition because it takes away the anxiety that sometimes comes with making decisions. Sometimes all you can do is, you know, what you feel is best in that very moment, in that current moment, choose what you feel is right for you. When you make a choice, any choice, just accept that it's going to be a responsibility that comes with that decision, both the good and the bad. Every decision you make will usually involve gaining something while also losing something else, but that's okay. Just own it. Own the decision you have chosen to make. 
Trust that it was right for you when you made it and accept whatever the consequences were for that decision instead of pointing fingers at someone else. I think that that's where a lot of us get into trouble. We make a decision and then a consequence comes and then we try to blame someone else, but you need to take ownership of that. There's so much power in just owning every decision that you make, the good and the bad. Now for lesson number 26, when in doubt, don't. So this lesson actually has a funny story attached to it because I actually learned this tip from a friend years ago. I was actually a teenager. We went out shopping. We were trying on clothes and I think I stood there, you know, in front of the mirror, umming and ahhing about whether I should buy this dress that I had tried on. And that's when my friend said to me, when in doubt, don't. Just don't buy it. Put it back. If you still love it, it'll be on your mind. You can always come back and get it later on. But if you really, really love it right now, your decision will be already made for you. You'll be taking it straight over to the counter to pay for it. And so all these years later, this phrase is stuck in my mind. It always pops up for me whenever I'm thinking about buying something and I'm not quite sure. Just when in doubt, don't. And I swear it really does work. It applies to so many different other areas of your life. And it's never once let me down. I just imagine it saved me so much money over the years. Just when in doubt, don't. Take a second, think about it. If you want to change your mind later on, you can always go back and make a new decision. But if you're not 100% sure, just take the time to say no. No is always an option that you have to say. You can always say yes later on. But when your mind is telling you, you know what, I'm not 100% sure, feel free to just say no. And now for lesson number 27, you will feel better wearing an outfit that you love. Now, it's probably a more fun lesson, but it's true nonetheless, okay? It came to my mind and I had to write it down. Wearing clothes that you love makes you feel great. So even though this lesson might seem obvious to you, I actually had to relearn this lesson myself during quarantine when I started exchanging my nicer outfits for what I called my daytime version of my PJs. I was working from home. I started to get really comfortable. I was like, oh, this is so cool. No one's going to see me so I can stay in my leggings and sweater all day. It was winter over here in Sydney and no one can say anything because I'm my own boss. But guess what? What you wear actually has an impact on how you feel, which isn't to say that there's anything wrong with wearing sweaters, team with leggings all day if you want. You can wear it day in and day out. But when it starts to make you feel a bit crappy, it's sort of time to ditch that choice, revise your outfits that you're wearing every day. I just think if we have to get dressed every day, why not just wear clothes that make us feel good about ourselves? And there's these two quotes that I want you to consider. The first is by Judith Rasmand, who said, the way we dress affects the way we think, the way we feel, the way we act, and the way others react to us. And then there's another great quote by Linda Grant, who said, the clothes you wear are metamorphosis. They change you from the outside in. So of course, it all comes down to wearing what you and you alone love. Now for me, I love dresses. I love anything comfortable, but what I think is sort of pretty. Now we all have a different style. So just choose whatever clothes make you feel good about yourself. Honestly, it takes about the same amount of effort and time to reach for an outfit that makes you feel really frumpy or just terrible versus clothes that make you feel good about yourself. So just think about the way that your clothes make you feel when you're reaching for something out of your wardrobe and just choose something special. Like sometimes we sit there and we keep our clothes for a special occasion, but the special occasion could actually be today. Like clothes, we get a lot of wear out of them. Why not wear clothes that make you feel fantastic? In fact, when it comes to getting ready for the day, just keep in mind that many of the things that make us feel good 
don't actually require much time at all. So number one, you can start by picking something that makes you feel really good about yourself. And then a lot of the other things like spritzing some of your favorite perfume or applying some lip gloss, those just take like a few seconds and they're all little things that can have a big impact on your mood. So I really recommend just taking the time to start the day off on a good foot. Do things that make you feel good about yourself. For me, it just involves choosing an outfit I love. It's just so simple and we all have it within our power. You've got to get dressed every day, so why not choose an outfit that makes you feel really good about yourself? Now for lesson number 28, you don't always get what you wish for. Now, I think that we actually learn this lesson really early on in life, you know, when our parents might tell us you get what you get and you don't get upset. But many of us actually resist it. Like we don't want that to be true. We want to get the things that we wish for. But the truth is sometimes you will wish for things that are just not part of your greater plan and you won't get it. And sometimes you will work hard for something and it's just still not meant to be. And sometimes someone else will get the very thing that you are hoping to achieve and there's nothing that you can do about it. So I sort of believe in divine timing, which is this philosophy where we actually get what we need not necessarily what we want. And this is where it's really important to have faith and trust in the world around you and its grand plan for you. So just trust that everything is happening at the right time and place for you, even though it might not look exactly how you envisioned it would be. The picture might be different. Sometimes things are just not meant to be, or sometimes they are meant to be, but it's just not at the time that you're hoping that they would transpire. So have faith and know that your life is unveiling the exact way it was meant to be. Now for lesson number 29, flexibility will save you a lot of grief. So following on from the previous lesson, I found that flexibility is honestly one of the keys to happiness. It's like Bruce Lee once said, the stiffest tree is most easily cracked while the bamboo or willow survives by bending with the wind. So flexibility is just another way of saying, you know, we go with the flow. You might have been expecting to go with plan A, but instead you have to go with plan B or plan C. Flexibility gives you more choices. It means that you understand that you have more than one path that you could potentially follow. And sometimes we need to swerve left or right, you know, rather than going straight ahead when we're moving. It requires you to have an open mind and be open to change. So you might need to head down roads that you weren't expecting to go down. And then they take you to this most beautiful meadow, even though that you packed as if you were going to a beach and it didn't work out that way. Flexibility requires that you're fine with taking these detours because ultimately they will serve you best. Now for lesson number 30, it's not that hard to be kind. Now, not many people know this, but on my wedding band, I actually engraved just two words and they were be kind. So someone once told me that if everyone was just a little bit kinder, the world would be such a nicer place to live in. Now, how true is that? It is such basic advice and kindness, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated character traits. We often comment when people are honest and driven and passionate and determined and intelligent, but how often do you actually specifically see someone include on their resume I'm really kind, I'm really caring, I'm really compassionate. Not often, right? But it's so easy to be kind to others. Kindness really requires so little of your time. It basically is this free thing that we can do, but it has the power to change the world and impact an individual's life. So sometimes you won't even know the lasting impact that your kind words and actions have had on someone else, but they can remain imprinted on someone else's mind forever. I'm sure you've got your own stories where someone's done something really random and kind to you and it sticks in your mind like it does not go away. 
And I know they say love makes the world go round, but love is sometimes complicated and it makes us do crazy things sometimes, whereas kindness is so simple. I know I myself have really never forgotten the kindness of others, and it helps to remind you just how beautiful the world can really be. Kindness is so simple. It's free. Anyone can do it. You can do it on a daily basis, and it's an option always available to us. We can just always act with kindness. So there you have it. They were my next 15 life lessons that I've learnt before I turned 45. If you want to catch the final 15, you can listen to the next episode. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to spend it with me. I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. Until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.